Anomaly is here, and he is a news analyst and a hip-hop artist. Anomaly, good morning. And a Jesse Lee Peterson fan. So, amazing. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're amazing. Yeah, you've been on the Father's Stage. I've seen you at other events. I'm glad you're here, man. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a minute, yeah. Yeah. I've been watching, though, and uh, that was beautiful right there. You're, just, you're crushing it, you know, showing people the way, showing people the light. So Yeah, you've got to come back to the light, man. Otherwise, it's over. You want to take a stab at my biblical question? Yeah, let's do it. Before we get into why you're here? Yeah, can you repeat it? Um, which... Is the right way to deal with all people mm. with compassion or dispassion? Compassion. Compassion. And why do you say compassion? I think that's lost. I think people only want to have compassion nowadays for people they agree with, you know, politically or morally. But I think if you try to put yourself in their shoes or even like, you know, you say if you're in a fallen state, you have to have uh, sympathy for them to and, be in a fallen state and try to show them the light as opposed to you know, demonize them for being in a place. So I think that works best. How would you define compassion? I would say uh, having love for that person and being open to understanding why they feel the way they feel. Right. But I'm no, I'm no dictionary, but that's my. <laughs> I understand. Well, I appreciate you responding to it. I'm going to respond to it on Sunday. Okay. But the reason I ask these questions is because I want people to start thinking for themselves mm. and not just take anyone at their word. Mm-hmm. But to know for themselves, because I've noticed that people with degrees, MSD, PSD, um, STD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same, right? Right. Uh, anything with three letters. Master degree, lawyer, they're all dumb. They're yeah. dumb as a donor, but yet people listen to them and they give out all the wrong advice. This is so crazy. I don't know what they're teaching uh, in the schools yeah. in certain ways, but it's a lot of indoctrination and they kind of suck the spirit out, right? And fill them up yeah. with a bunch of information and they become uh, very, very egotistical and, you know, they think they know all science. Or That is you know, so true. Yeah. You know Joel? L? Yeah, absolutely. Over there? Yeah. Be black. Yeah, I said, I said we, we've, we've gone over that quite a few times. <laughs> you should get a compilation of every time. Uh, so you say that you are a water water enthusiast. Enthusiast, yeah. What I wrote is that? that on Twitter. Uh, I just like water. I think it's underrated. You know, a lot of kids nowadays, they say, I love alcohol or, you know, everyone's got like, they like soda. I think water's underrated, like the oceans, the the, the rain, and also just like drinking water. You know, I got oh, you some mean water you here. just like water? I like pure, water. Yeah. The, I'm trying to make water it. cool because everyone makes alcohol cool, and you know, oh. every sort of all these other liquids cool. But water, our body's made of mostly water. The planet's made of mostly. You see how hyped I get? That's yeah. why I'm an enthusiast. Yeah, the planet's made of mostly water, and everyone's always looking at space. It's interesting, but you know, you look at the ocean. Most of the ocean's unexplored. We got plastic in it. You know, here when it rains, it cleans our our city. So that's you know, I love I love water, and also just drinking water, like learning that our body's made of it. I feel like it's a it's a superpower. What caused you to fall in love with water? That's a good question. I'd probably falling in love with myself, being honest with myself and uh, getting to a state where instead of, you know, being egotistical or envious and all these bad qualities, once you find yourself, you know, the world opens up, but you stop, you know, using substances and and whatnot. So water, I was like, wow, that's so underrated. And I want to make it cool. Uh, because it is cool. You know, if your body is made of it and it's something that can replenish, the ocean is, is a great time. You That's know, so, amazing. Yeah. You smoked pot at one time? Absolutely, yeah. You did? Yeah. Pot here! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> did you? Have you ever smoked pot? Have you ever inhaled? I did. Oh, pothead. Uh, right. Pothead. I used to, uh, <laughs> at one time I would uh, have a pot party every Friday. Okay. In my 20s. Wow. You're... But I was never comfortable smoking pot. At that time we called it weed. Yeah, weed. It wasn't pot then, but, but it's pot it. now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was never comfortable doing it because when I would get high, I wasn't for sure of myself if I was saying the right thing or, you know, I was. I didn't like it. I did it because my friends did it, but I didn't like it. Do you think it changed you? Do you think it showed you the light or it, show, it was, the, it was uh-uh. the darkness? It was the darkness. Okay. And plus it caused me to drop in consciousness. And I noticed that people who smoke pot, they think they are aware when they're smoking pot, but really they have dropped in consciousness rather, rising up in consciousness. So I want to ask you, um, what is a man? Hmm. I know, we always go over this. I'm, I guess uh, <laughs> someone who stands up for himself, stands up for his family, his country, his city, you know? I think uh, in order to do any of that stuff, you have to be right yourself first. It's kind of like change yourself, and then you could go to your family and, and such. So I think it's... So you're not strong. sure? I, whatever I just said, yeah. I'd, <laughs> you're, the, you're the man, you're the... You're the, you're the uh, legislator of, of men, you know? You, you're always, you got, you got the definition, you've asked thousands of people, so I'm just here I listening know. to the church of Jesse Lee. It's you crazy, gotta, man. That, yeah, you got to educate man, me. I noticed that millennials, especially the men, women too, but the men are all, they're like really talented, talented. Half of them are very talented and smart, right? But the other half is gone. Very beta, would you say? Yeah, very beta. Yeah. They're like girls. <laughs> what happened? A lot of things. I think uh, the social indoctrination, demonizing men and uh, masculinity, saying it's bad, the pushing of the you know gender shifting uh, agenda aggressively, and they push as they push that forward. They say you can't be yourself. You know your skin color. You're not allowed to be happy about. You can't be happy about your gender. So they're pushing that very strong. Probably you know I won't say it's in the water. I'm not going to pull <laughs> Alex, but you know a lot of the stuff. Uh, that they're giving people, you know, the, the substances, and the, it's just all downward. And yeah. then if you try to be strong, they, uh, they demonize you. So I think there's been a lot of that, among other things. If they had fathers while growing up, and they were close to their fathers, and their fathers were good examples, and uh, they had taken on the identity of their fathers rather than the identity of the mothers, mm. would they be baiters today, the many millennial men? That's a good question. I think that's kind of the agenda of, you know, the the people that are trying to demasculate uh, men and and our society where they take the fathers out. They split the family. They get the women to hate the men, whether it's their father, their brother, someone strong in their life. And then they put them in these, you know, government indoctrination schools where they teach them this stuff. And it's on the television. It's in music. So I think absolutely strong fathers and strong men are essential. That's why they hate them, because when you can separate the kids or the woman from the man, the strong man, then you could fill them with, you know, all these shows and music and uh, Amazing. Do you date? I do, but it's it's been a while. What type of girl you like? We got to talk. You're my dating coach now. (laughs) It's tough to say, because I think on this last few years, I've learned a lot about myself, and the more that I've been comfortable with myself and really not seeking you know, external, trying to please yes. myself with external stuff. I've been less interested in uh, going further 
with someone unless it's really special. And I haven't really found someone like that. So I haven't been chasing. I haven't been all over the place. You know, I've been comfortable. So, And most of the girls, whether they're millennials or not, are sluts. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, a lot of men and women are sluts, absolutely. And uh, I think more than that, it's like just people's... Have you noticed all... that they're sluts? Yeah, they. I have. But also, I feel like people's minds all over the place, too, in the sense of like... What people think is cool to me is not cool. Even right. like I, I like water. I'm not. A, I'm okay if you drink and have fun. I have fun sometimes too. But it's like it's not as cool. Everything that people think is cool, I don't think is cool. So if I can't find a woman who knows what's what's right, I'm already uninterested. And out, you yeah, know how it man. is out here. There's a lot of what are they? Sluts. He said it, not me. Were you a slut maker at one time? Men are slut makers. I, women are sluts. I haven't made a slut to my knowledge. But You've never I, made a slut. Not, not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you could classify me as that at one point. I guess we're all. Are, are you, you still sl- a are virgin? You slut maker? Are you still a virgin? No, no. You are a slut maker. Are you a slut maker? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, slut maker. <laughs> what, what does it feel like knowing you're a slut maker? I mean, well, not anymore, right? You're not yeah. doing it now. Uh, no, no. Right? No. You're not doing it now. No, I'm not. I'm not out there just trying to slang, slang sluts. Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> That's not a shirt, right? No, we'll cut that out. No, just kidding. Um, yeah. uh, what does it feel? What do you mean? Um, when you were a slut maker, yeah. how, were you proud to be a slut maker? I don't know that I was ever proud of it. Even in in my days of you know doing more than I am now, it was never really a thing. Because even in college, like everyone's like, "Oh, look, I'm doing that." It was never really that. But right. I think, like I said too, when you find yourself, you know, you don't seek approval of others. You don't you don't try to fill your void with other things. Some people use drugs. Some people binge watch. You know, Netflix. Yeah. Like there's everyone's got a vice. And some people so, make sluts. Some people may just start slanging sluts out. You know, the slut, slut, slut. Make, what do you think about sense. online dating? I mean, it's it's a weird time to be, you know, single because there's uh, online dating, even Instagram. Or, you know, it's like even if you meet someone through Instagram, is that online dating? They message you, Jesse, Jesse, I love your show. You trying to go out Thursday night? Do you get those messages or no? But I would never go out with an online date. Even an Instagram message or no? Right. It's a Twitter message? Nope. What about public? They just I have to meet them. them out somewhere and get to know them because nowadays it may be a man in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a. Strange... Would you ever date a man in a dress if if it kind of looked like a man but you wasn't for sure? Would you say are you a man or would you go out pretending that, that you don't know? Got to cross that bridge when we get to it. I don't know. Would like ask them. Yeah, I think would I would you? probably be able to figure it out. So yeah. I don't think I would, you know. Look for the Adam apples. But I think sometimes they cut that out now, right? Yeah, you might have to ask. What a mess. <laughs> would you ever date online? Uh, I, I have, yeah, I've tried it. You have? Yeah. Beta! Well, even, <laughs> <laughs> even with Instagram nowadays, it, it, it's it's sad, but it feels more personal when you're like, you can kind of vet someone out and you see them and, you know, you can... Even on Twitter and stuff, I'm not. I'm not like out there just dating everyone on Instagram and Twitter. But some people that you meet in person, you meet online first. For instance, you. You know, obviously we're not dating, but uh, you know, I met you online first. I never would have known about you. Did we date? No, uh, no, no, no. I'm saying. Are no. you asking me for? D- no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the pastor who ran out. Now, I know. Uh, what that? Something. 
You, you weren't even being thing. that bad because I saw him run out. And I know, I mean, sometimes, you know, the conversation gets edgy, but he he was mad at, like, nothing. It was pretty yeah. embarrassing, yeah. I was stunned when he said he was a homosexual. I didn't know <laughs> it. I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't going to ask him about it at all. But when he said that, I interviewed a, a, a pastor on the Father State the other, uh, last week or whatever, and he admitted that he was homosexual. I was stunned. Do we have that? Uh, we're going to play that, and we have a little short. Yeah, you, you ask tough questions. Some people can't ha- handle it. I know it's not easy for some people, but to, to run out, that's, what is it? Starts with a B. Man! Why can't he handle it? Why can't people handle that? I think it's it's tough to face an alternate opinion or or the truth or, you know, something that they're not. A lot of people run to their echo chambers, so they want to be around people who tell them it's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah. So if you say it's not, even the first time I was here, you had asked about, uh, you know, my parents' uh, divorce and stuff. Whereas right. That's not a question most people ask, but it doesn't bother me. You right know, it, it, it becomes tough and you start having to analyze yourself, but someone who's loves himself and is comfortable and is, is uh, in the right, there's nothing wrong with Absolutely. that, but someone who's in the wrong... They got to run back to Satan, maybe. I know. Here's that soundbite. Next time on The Fallen State. I'm a little confused because I thought only Catholic priests were called no, Father. Any, uh, well, it's a funny thing. A priest is somebody who celebrates Mass or celebrates the Eucharist. Do you regret not getting married, having children? Well, and I'm gay. You're gay? Yes. You all look gay. I'm gay. I didn't know you were gay. <laughs> Have you been with men? Of course. Like sexually? Yes. Really? I never expected a, a priest and a father to be gay. That's what you call stereotyping. That's like if I were to say to you, you're black, where's your fried chicken? I was at the house and I can't wait to get home and eat it. You a priest? Can you curse? I just did. The show is called The Fallen State. Oh, I thought you were talking about this, the state as in the United States. No, the Fallen away. State. Yeah. <laughs> That's the man you're referring to. Yeah, your team does a great job with the music, too. I That's, know. That's well done. And I have the greatest team on this side of heaven. Mm. I want to ask you about this organization called, um, uh, what is it called? Turning Point mm. USA. Are you familiar with them? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, they have this thing where, and you know about it, I guess, where they're going around to different universities, they're holding town hall meetings, and for some, uh, and they're supposed to be, I think, supporting conservatism, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right about that? That's what they say, yeah. Okay. And so another guy, Nick Fuente? Yeah, Fuentes. Fuentes. With the S, yeah. His group shows up, I guess, and during the question and answer period, to ask them about homosexuality and illegal aliens and immigration because mm-hmm. apparently the turning point is for those things. What do you think about that whole deal that's happening between them? Similar to you talking to the pastor, a question shouldn't bother you no matter how ridiculous or right. crazy. Th- a question should not be a threat to your existence. But I think uh, turning point and a lot of these people that like Dan Crenshaw that they're hiring and, and putting out there, they only want to ask, uh, answer liberals or fans on the right. They don't want to be challenged, and and they started calling people homophobes, anti-Semitic, racist, you know, white supremacists. They started doing what the liberal media does, or as you call them, the children of the the lie. Yeah, and it's very very alarming, uh, especially because a lot of the kids were asking questions about the First Amendment, our freedom of speech, and Charlie and a lot of them were saying you're anti-Semitic, you're anti-Semitic, and they're actually passing Republicans are passing laws and bills that uh, define what anti-Semitism is. And you know, me and you are not hateful people. We love the Jews, right. but it, it's not. 
these legislations are not, oh, if you go and punch somebody or you hate them, it's like if you question their power, if you suggest they have to it's, – it's like paragraphs. It's, it's like Islamophobia to the left or calling you a racist or anybody where I love what you always say. It's like is it right? Is it wrong? Is it good? Is it evil? These yeah. words are just – you just ruin the whole situation because what, whatever race or whatever religion or whatever person you're talking about – they use that word to to not have the discussion of if, if it's true or if it's not. So what they did, I think, was awful. And although there are some angry people, and I think they should listen to Jesse and get the anger out of their hearts on the in the Nick Fuentes bunch. Not all of them. I'm not trying to smear them, but some of right. them are angry. Yeah, they need to let that go. But yeah, absolutely. But it's like, what do I prefer? A group of kids that may be angry, I think they should let it go. But they're asking questions that are a little tough. Or somebody that's marching around saying they're against safe spaces, they're against political correctness, they're against identity politics, they're for free speech, but they're actually not for any of that. And if you ask them a question about homosexuality, as tough as it may be to them, they start calling you a, a homophobe and a racist. So I'm, I'm very, very disappointed with what they're doing, and they seem to want to like blacklist and smear anybody who stands up for the First Amendment. So it's like, what what are they conserving if you can't even conserve the freedom of speech in this country? They, they love Israel so much that they're willing to, you know, give away our, our First Amendment. And that's... that's while they calling themselves conservatives, while they're pushing all the wrong moral things, they, they're for the wrong thing. And that guy uh, that owned that organization, what's his name? Um, Charlie Curry, I guess, something like that. Yeah. He claimed to be a Christian. Why is he calling himself a Christian when he is pushing all the wrong thing that goes against Christianity? It's hard to say what, what they're thinking. Because even uh, in Florida, they passed this anti-Semitism bill, Ron DeSantis, his name is. And uh, he went over to Israel to pass it. But the problem is it's a religion bill for religious discrimination, but it only includes Judaism. But it also includes Israel. So it's, uh, it's very strange that it's like Christians and Catholics are— not only not standing up for Christianity, but they're passing religious anti-free speech, hate speech bills for other religions and leaving their religion out. But as you know, we don't need speech regulation, you know? Right. Christians can hold their own in a, in a free society. We don't need a So you say they, the uh, Republicans went over to Israel and passed a religious bill? An anti-free speech bill that regulates what you can and can't say about only one religion. So you can't have a—it's like saying, oh, we're going to stop all racism, but only for one race, and you can't say all this stuff. So it's like they're so emboldened in that agenda, and and I have love. I don't care about Israel, non-religious Jewish people. It's all love to me, but freedom of speech is not to be infringed upon. It's like the Republicans are so obsessed with that that they're willing to give away— their First Amendment, you see some people talking about red flag laws. The Second Amendment, you start to see they can't answer questions about, you know, homosexuality. Uh, to a lot of Christians like you, they're not standing up for Christian uh, morals. Right. And, and the worst part to me of all of it is not even that they're doing it. They won't answer questions about it. And then anybody who questions them, they're trying to call them alt-right, far-right supremacists. Like, why? Amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. What's your impression of Nick and have you ever met him? I have not, no. Um, but you've seen him. Absolutely, yeah. What are your impression of him? I think he's uh, outside of all of the uh, circus around it and all of the name callings and the smearings. He's asking very important questions that no one else in conservatism is asking. Yeah. And he's challenging them when it comes to demographics. Michelle Malkin talks a lot about it with immigration. Uh, he also talks about Israel and he talks about the 
relationship there, and that's something that they don't talk about at all. So I think it's uh, the good outweighs the bad, absolutely, where I think he's bringing uh, very important conversations to the table. And to me, I'm, I like to listen to you. You have everybody on. You have the far right, the far left, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing. There's, there's no name-calling. There's no, I don't want them to have a platform. You bring on the craziest people, and it's awesome. <laughs> you, can, you can win with the truth. I don't, I don't need to censor anyone. So it's like right. some of the worst people yeah. who are the angriest and who are the most dishonest, they always try to point the finger and say, oh, they need to be sent. Why? Why Can't That's you beat right. them with love? And I think what they don't understand is you can't regulate hate. If, you, if, if someone hates something, you can't just censor their speech and think their hate's going to go right. away. That's right. That's not how it that works. That is so true. Michelle Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm, yes. Yeah, she was. She supported Nick. Right. At one time, and she got kicked off some group or something. And the reason she supports him, they, they want to straw man and say, oh, it's the one thing he said on the live stream. She cares a lot about demographics and she's very interested in uh, illegal and legal immigration and how they're kind of, you know, kicking American workers to the side and purposely shifting yeah. to, to win Democrat. And it's if you said it or I said it, they would say you're a racist supremacist. And, and, and it's not even like a racial thing in the sense of like, oh, we're imagining this or we're scared. You have Democrats, Julian Castro, the LA Times, Washington Post, and other people bragging about how they're purposely just boosting immigration so they can flip the country blue and never win an election again. So it's not it's not like a conspiracy theory. Like Charlie Kirk's like, that's a white supremacist. It's like, no, they're bragging about it in LA Times. They're like, California's blue because we brought in you know, a lot of illegal and legal immigrants, and it's never going to be read again. They're, like, laughing about it. But then you have conservatives who won't even let you have a conversation about it. And then they release a, you know, some documentary, No Safe Spaces. You guys have the biggest safe space of all. You won't even talk to us. Why do you think that—oh, by the way, that group I'm being told right now, the group that kicked Michelle out mm. was called YAF. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm not familiar. What I is YAF? I don't know. I don't get. I don't get booked, or I don't get any of that that money. Or Young that. American Foundation. Okay, yeah. They kicked her out for taking for agreeing with Nick about something. And it's crazy because it's like if you say a bunch of things, if I agree with what you said, I, I'm not justifying your entire life or everything you've ever said. Like you're not. Res- I'm not responsible for everything, Nick or Michelle. If Nick tells the truth in an interview. And I say that's the truth. That's the truth, right. whether you want to admit it or not. Are you, what about he said this three years? We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about that, and, and you don't want to face that truth. So it's like— Why do you think in America we just don't have—I mean, there are people who just don't want free speech. Mm. You can Whether you agree or disagree, whether it's mean or not, why don't they just have free speech in America? Why do you think that is being tampered with? I think on the left, the liberals and the Democrats, uh, free speech is a threat to their lives. So they use women, children, Muslim. They use all sorts of Hispanics, black, to try to push against free speech. And they use these communities because they can't hang in a free free uh, debate. And on the right wing, they're very sold out to a lot of you know Jewish and Israel lobbies where these people give them the money or they say, we love Israel, you love Israel. Yeah, yeah. Let's push these anti-free speech laws. And they just say, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I think on the right wing, 
they're they're so involved with the the Israel lobby that they're willing to give up the First Amendment for them. And I, I've had conversations. I have a lot of Jewish people reaching out to me and saying, thank you, Anomaly, because you can't legislate hate out of people's hearts. If you want to stop right. true anti-Semitism, you're just making people more mad. Then you kick them off. Then they ask a legitimate question. You call them a racist. You're only creating more hate. The only way is to face the darkness with the truth and then you could get rid of hate. So they're 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 spending billions of dollars trying to stop anti-Semitism. They're rigging the internet. They're the Republicans are selling out free speech, and they're creating more hate. That's the uh, paradox of it. I noticed that the Republicans are selling out morality for a vote. Mm. So they're allowing these homosexuals to come in and promote homosexuality under the under the umbrella of being a conservative. Uh, and so to me, that's no different than the Democratic Party. They sell out morality for a vote as well. Mm. Uh, has anyone challenged the Republican, whoever they are, representatives for doing that? I think that's the value that Nick has brought, whether people want to admit it or not, where the left wing shifts the right left, where if you have a 2008 Obama stance on homosexuality, the, the conservatives now will call you a homophobe. So they've shifted left, 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 and now people are going further right to push them back right, you yeah. know, to push the – because they've – they'll do anything. It's like when, when the crazy. Koch brothers were there, you know, they didn't care. And then, you know, Mitt Romney and the McCains and the – you know, you see yeah. how they act now and you're like, oh, they weren't really conservative. <laughs> right. And then you start to see the new class of like Trump supporters. You ask them a few tough questions and you're like, oh, they don't even care about free speech. You know, they don't even care about Christian morals and they sell out Christians left and right. And their foreign policy in Syria, a lot of them act like they're fighting radical Islam. But what they did in Syria, it's not everyone's fault, but a lot of these neocon conservatives, they went into a secular country where Christians are protected in Syria and screwed it up. So it's like they're Amazing. they're really selling out their own people. I don't think, had it not been for the president, I don't think we would know how weak and dishonest the Republican representatives are. Mm. Because I thought, at one time, I thought they believed in the God values, the principles of what's right. Mm-hmm. I thought that was first. And then they believed in conservatism. But they seem to be about money and power for themselves, so-called power. They are not for the people. And it's sad because I think in this world you can do the truth and you can show love and be true to yourself and still make money and do well. You know, I think you keep it true to yourself and you make a living. So it's like you can have— some people, absolutely, they value power and money, yeah. I think, over the truth. Yeah. And that's it's not going to last. That's all I'm going to say is that that's a short-term strategy, you know? Um, we're running out of time here. I have so much to ask you, so I'm going to move a little faster. Um, I noticed that white people are the most hated people on this side of heaven. And Have you noticed that at all? Absolutely. Yeah, I think there is an agenda. You know, they'll call it some sort of racist thing, but for sure there's an agenda to demonize, you know, white. They classify it, and then if you stand up for it, you're a supremacist. You know, that's the game they're playing. Uh, Even that guy, Charlie Kurt, said that it doesn't doesn't matter if America stays white. If we lose white people, America is over because it's the whites who founded the country and created the greatest country on this side of heaven. And then they allowed the other people to come in. And these people are coming in from asshole countries and they're destroying it. They're bringing those asshole values and they're destroying America. And if white people say, no, you can't do that. 
They, oh, you hate. You are racist. And white people cowing down. And uh, that's why he's become a child of the lie, because they asked him, they asked him about black unemployment, Hispanic unemployment. They said, will you talk about white unemployment? And he tried to say that, uh, like, Who white that? people. Uh, uh, Charlie Kirk. They, uh, he was like, oh, well, white people in Maine don't vote Republican. And it's like white people are definitely voting a majority Republican. And whether he wants to admit it or not, the Democrats are openly bragging they want this country to be non-white so it becomes Democrat forever. It's That's over what there. Purposely do- and the it's whole not country theory. would be a they're, ghetto. They're, they're bragging about doing that. And then if you ask Charlie about it, he calls you a racist. I'm like, it's not – there's videos of Democrats bragging about doing it. Yeah. Right? You know? And then yeah. he's like, oh, don't – so we start to feel like, oh, this guy's not our guy. You know, he's just the guy to lose – and ruin it for us. Uh, that, well, that's I'm why the pushback's to, coming. I'm trying to get him on the show, but he won't come on. So far, he hasn't agreed. Or or that black guy with the husband. Mm. I was stunned. I was watching Tucker one night. They had uh. this black guy, uh, Rob Smith. Is that right? Yeah. Rob Smith. Did you know he had a husband? I, I've saw, seen it like you. I think I saw it on your show. I know you put it on your Instagram. I was stunned. I've never heard in all my life heard a black man say he had a husband. He's going to be they going to take his black card away from him. And I saw a lot of Christian conservatives defending him and saying, uh, you know, we all have they were they were saying, oh, I think it's a sin. But we all have sins. But you uh, don't but promote I, it. That's exactly that's that's the uh, logical thing that they're not admitting where it's like you're saying that you think that's a sin. These other Christians were saying that. But we all have it. But I'm like, do you promote do you promote right. them like that? And even Scott Presler, he's a. Uh, homosexual i wanted you to say because you say it better or husband but uh he has a husband too m- maybe not but i know he's he's gay but he cleans up trash and when you talk to him he's not out like he's just like cleaning up trash you gotta love it but that's not what rob's doing and even i'm not trying to smear the guy but i saw he used to write for cnn and it, almost all of his articles were about being homosexual or being a military thing so it's like we're y- who is that that's the guy you're talking about, Rob Smith, where it's like there's oh. other gay people in the movement, Brandon Straka. A lot of people don't even know he's gay because he does other things. If you're going to make it your primary thing to say, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, and then someone challenges it and they're, oh, you're a homophobe. It's like you're you're not winning the culture war that way. It's really annoying. Right. I don't care that they are gay, uh, homosexuals, and lesbians, but don't promote it as a norm. Keep it to yourself. Do your little do. I don't want to know about it. And if they're going to promote it, they have to expect conservatives to disagree with it. And if conservatives conservatives or conservatives are going to disagree with it, you can't just smear them as racist, sexist, xenophobic, alt-right. It's like, dude, that's a losing battle. That's why they're feeling the heat, and it's it's well-deserved. So when you saw that boy say that he had a husband, the black boy, Ross Smith, were you stunned? I mean, in this I world, I've seen so much, unfortunately, because of the deterioration of our, uh, you know, societal norms that it's it's not surprising. But you, you just see the, the, the right wing using identity politics, gay identity politics, black identity politics, Hispanic identity politics. And then they tell the white kids that they're not allowed to do it. And then right. they wonder why they're mad. I'm like, all yeah, you do. Right. And then they say, oh, we hate identity politics. You love identity politics. You use black White House summits. Just admit it. It's like the the dishonesty. Just tell the truth. You know that I don't like lies from the left. I don't like lies from the right. Wow. What is uh, a groper? Uh, You know know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is it called groper? 
It's the people who follow Nick and the, I don't know. I'm not really that familiar with why they call themselves that or what, what it really means. But like from a objective standpoint, I like the fact that they were asking questions and all these conservatives disavow them, disavow them. You want me to disavow the mean things they said and you can't even answer questions and you're selling out the First Amendment? I'd rather have some bad people I, I disagree with than conservatives who don't even conserve the First Amendment. Yeah. You know, it's like, and they're like, dis- I'm like, I disavow you because you can't even stand up for our, our right. principles. I interviewed Nick on this show, and I, and I was surprised how young he was. I mean, he's, he's very yeah. smart, but I think he's like 20 or 21 or something like that. He got to move out of mama's house, though. <laughs> I saw you call him a beta. That's funny. <laughs> beta bear. And that's how you hold your own. You don't have to go and just say, oh, everything he does is great. Milo interviewed him and, and challenged him a little bit. Yeah. You called him a beta quite a few times, I think. And he was just like, ah, well, I really you know. like him, though. He's uh, so smart. You know, and I love the fact that he's dealing with the moral issues. He's he's holding the the right principles and yeah. saying we're not shifting further left and yeah. and it's understandable and it's a debate that they don't want to have so that now they've become the left wing censors of get rid of these people because in a free society we can't outsmart them they know that they can't win with logic so they have to move to censorship would anyone from Turning Point USA debate you. I'm open. I would love to if you would host it or whoever. I would be glad to. I would love to. I would to. love to have a town hall with you and Nick and some anybody from the Turning Point organization. I would love. I would love to. And I, I know these organizations. They, I know they know who I am, and I've been out there. Yeah. I, I would love to talk. I would love to have a conversation. I would love to win the culture war because it's true. We're, we're losing the youth, but yeah. their strategy to win the culture war was not only a horrible strategy on college campuses, but then they turned against the right wing and the Christian. Right. Base. So it's like that's a that's a really uphill and they think that that's going to be OK. And they want to Now what they're doing is literally trying to ban us from existence, Jesse. They want to say, oh, no, 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 no. Those are bad people. We're going to make sure they don't see the light of day. They don't want you to see the light of day. They don't want me to see the light of, light of day. Amazing. They want to win by, you know, doing everything that they say they're not doing. That's amazing. So I got a quick question for you from online. Uh Let's see here. Something about water. Oh, do you drink tap water? I have a filter. I got This is from a YouTube chat line. Okay, I got an Aqua Gear filter, so no, absolutely not. I I would filter the water. I don't trust uh LA water. But yeah. also all you know you could I'm sure some some places have good tap water, but I like to put it through a filter just to make sure. Amazing. And so Nick and I'm being told here that Nick uh Fuentes? Yeah. People opposes American support for Israel, and they criticize the Jews a lot. Is that happening? I've never seen it. I Absolutely, just, yeah. And so, are they? Do they dislike Nick for doing that? Absolutely. A lot of these republic, even Trump. You know, you call him the Great White Hope. The Great White Hope. He tweeted in 2015 about this guy Sheldon Adelson, and he said, "Oh, if he gives money to Marco Rubio, he's going to make Marco his perfect little puppet." You know, calling out Marco Rubio, but Trump takes a lot of money from him. Israel has a lot of influence, and even in this country, in the Republican Party, they're all like Israel Zionist, you know, Republicans, where they're super into Israel. I don't have a problem with that. You know, show love and uh, love all people, but they take such a hardline stance on that that they put America second. I mean, if you can't even conserve our First Amendment, it shows me that you love Israel more than you love America, which is a little weird. So a lot of the kids in the Nick crowd, they can be a little bit mean and angry, but they have legitimate criticisms because our country 
It's and and they're trying to make this illegal to say say it's hate speech. Seems like our country's just Israel's puppet. Like Saudi Arabia or Israel does something, we don't even respond. It's like are we are we even uh, in control here, or are we just like oh, we'll just give it all up for Israel and Jewish people? What's it's a not- Zionist? A Zionist is a, I believe it means you believe in the state of Israel and you want to let it do what it wants. I don't know the official definition, so it's like, it's a, uh, it's a big Israel sort of thing, you know? Repeat that again. It means you believe in the state of Israel and its current state. And I don't know the, I don't know the whole thing, whether it means you think it can expand or it has the right to defend itself. I have no personal problem with that, that lobby, but that lobby is so strong it's at the expense of America. You know, it's, it's at the point where Republicans will give up free speech and start acting like liberals. And Jewish people can hang in a free society. They can defend themselves. I talk to a lot of Jewish people, and this is actually making anti-Semitism rise all over the world. They say anti-Semitism is rising. It's because they're trying to make them a protected police state where you can't question Israel and it's illegal. So you can't I, question that. So I love Israel. I grew up loving Israel. I've yeah. gone there a couple of times. Um, I support Israel. It's our ally, our friend. Am I a Zionist? Po- probably by definition, but the difference between you and them is that you're not giving up free speech for that. Right. You allow criticism. You can hang in a—they they can't do that. So I have no problem. I have a lot of fans who live in Israel. It's the fact that Republicans have chosen— that over us, and they keep pushing further. So it's they don't they like if you go to the State Department website, there's a definition of anti-Semitism, and it means like 50 things. It means more than the word racism means now. So it's like <laughs> everything is anti-Semitism, and they're trying to prosecute it as hate speech laws. They're trying to turn us into Europe, where you don't you can't say anything, and that doesn't make people like Jewish people more. It's I'm making never people letting anyone take away my freedom of speech. Absolutely. I'm not giving up my Second Amendment nor my First Amendment. It just I don't I don't know what I would do with myself if I allowed that to happen. And the Republicans are trying to do that under the guise of anti-Semitism. I love Jewish people, but that's not the way to legislate hate. You can you can break up the hate and the anger with truth. We don't need speech regulation, and we don't need to name call. So I gotta ask this: We had a uh, at our last men's conference at the hotel there. About the airport? Mm-hmm. You were invited, right? Yes. But you didn't come because I was told, and I don't know, yeah. that you didn't want to be seen with one of the guys on the stage. No, that's not true. I just I just looked at what was going on, and I just didn't feel good about being there. What, what was going on that made you feel uncomfortable? I, it was, first of all, it's a men's conference, and then uh, just— You don't like men? No, not that. It's just— You I, can't be around men? Well, no, if I was there to debate I know this something. guy who said, I can't stand being around all men. No, no. no it's, it's, not you, but, but what was going on with the conference that made you uncomfortable? Well, no, even with—and and this is no disrespect because I know, uh, say, like, Nick debated Jacob, and I've never met these people, but I know, like, they had some criminal situations going on or something, and I'm not—I don't know. Who had I mean, criminal situations going on? The kid Jacob, and it's, it's not even a thing, but it's like there was a lot of stuff going on there, so I'm not—I just didn't want to be on a men's conference and be like, I'm a man, he's a man. I was just like, nah, Which I'm one not was really Jacob? It was your conference. You should know. <laughs> I don't know who, I don't, who was this is not was Jacob on the panel. This is or not something? a big like dramatic uh, sort of like Ooh, gossipy thing. Because this is gossip. Heard, no, I'm just saying. I've, I've, Ooh, no, listen here. I've, I've heard he's a. I've heard he's okay. a great. I've heard he's a great guy. Who he, is he though? Which one was Jacob? I've. Ne- I don't even want to talk about him in any sort of negative way because I've never. But I'm just asking which one was the him person though? I am. Was uh, he black one or a white one? No, he's white. Well, he's Jewish. 
Jacob was on the panel. But he's like, he, I, no disrespect to him either. I'd rather have a debate or conversation with him. But it's like he's always putting on these press conferences where he's like, oh, I have criminal dirt on these people. And it, and, it, and it kind of flopped. And then he's under like some sort of charges where I'm like, I don't, I, I don't want to be involved with a, a man. Like, I, I don't know what he's going on. I don't, on. I don't know, know which one I don't know Jacob how though. real or not this stuff is. Let but it's like Jacob. it just got to the point. It just got to the point where I was like, I'd rather just sit this one out. That's all it was. So it, it wasn't that you didn't want to take be seen with him because people may turn against you? I don't care what people think. I do what I, I feel. So it's not – I've taken pictures with all sorts of people. It's just – I just – at the time, I was like, I didn't feel good about it, you know? I, I was just like, I don't – I would have protected you. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about media attacks. I'm not worried about – I'll stand up for what I believe in. I just didn't know – let me see. Uh, I just didn't know what was going on at the time, and literally, it was a like men's a men's conference for men. Yeah, I know. on Father's Day weekend, I man. Understand. And I would have liked to meet Owen as we well. We needed you to be there. Yeah. I mean, there's there's other events. You know, if I have an Is event, and you don't want to go. Yeah, and I listen. What's his name? Jacob. Yeah, I've like What's I said, name? Jacob. Uh, and that's the one you didn't like. I, it's not that I don't like him. That's 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 a total misrepresentation. I've never I've never met him. I've never spoken to well, him. Well, you should have been it's there and debated him and talked to yeah, him. But certain events, I'll give you an example, Jesse. If certain people are doing certain things, it's not that I feel a negative way about them as a person. I've, if I've never talked to them, but I don't like. I like to operate in a certain way. And I'll I go like, to a drag like queen way, convention. I, he, he's, and if like, they ask know, me a question, I'm like, I'll give you they an need to overcome I'll give their you an mama. Example. I, I love Laura Loomer as a friend. She's she's a friend of mine, and I think she's a wonderful woman. We've talked in person. But certain events she does, like she broke into Gavin New- Newsom's like property and stuff, where it's like I like her activism sometimes, but I didn't like that because, in in my opinion— I like to stay in the right, and once you break a law and break onto someone's property, you're crossing the line, in my opinion, and to me, that crossed the line. So if there's an event of that sort of uh, caliber, it's not that I don't like Laura, having met her. I don't want to be involved in that sort of thing, but I'll stand up for her free speech. So you well, say, once you break the law, it's hard to stand up for someone who's purposely breaking the law. So and you so, said uh, Jacob broke the law? I don't— I don't, I don't know, know Jacob. Here's, here's I, I don't know nothing about him breaking I'm not trying law. to be a whole slanderous interview, but I'm it's saying too late for that. there's a lot. Well, no, it's not. It's I, I've too said late. nothing but the truth. But you uh, said he broke the law. No, no, I didn't. I said, now I'm that, looking at him no. as a lawbreaker. Well, no, you got to no, watch kidding. yourself because if you say that and that's not true, that's, that becomes a problem <laughs> and people can sue you. But I'm, I'm not saying he did. I'm just saying there was a lot of controversy in that area. So even now it becomes a thing of like, would you debate him? Of course, yeah. I, so I would, I would if even, I had the I would, two of you on, you would debate him? Yeah, but I would have to talk to him to even know exactly what, what we would be debating on. It's it's not that I'm, I am I have these crazy stances well, against what the guy thinks. Well, you want to come and be on stage saying, with him, so you must have got something going on. I just explained it exactly why I didn't want to go. And and literally a month I was later, there's all this. when it's they not, told me that you would not come because of that. And I didn't know who it was that because they didn't tell me. Who it was there's, that was there's events that you of people that I love. Of? There's events but of people I was that I love. You wouldn't come. There's events like of people stunned. that I love and I know and I I trust that I didn't want to go to as well. I've turned down another event where I was just like, listen, I I don't That's feel not good about it. making me feel any better. Yeah, but I just go with how I feel. Uh, it's just like you. If I say, go you by go to, feeling. If you want to go to Hawaii and you don't feel like going that t- that day, it's like, I'm not going to hold it against you or make it a whole no, I would public go. spectacle. I'm just going to be like, I, I respect his, his de- uh, decision. Where it's like, even with Jacob, it's all love. I've seen a lot of stuff he does that's great. I respect the fact that he debated Nick on his uh, opinions. It's just when people have 
Like with Laura, that's it. And I'm not saying. So you will debate. Uh, what's his name? Jacob. Absolutely. Jacob. Yeah, okay. I, I would. I so would meet him in, in the right situation. I would meet him and talk to him. It's, it's the same thing with Laura. There's certain things I agree that they do. There's certain things I disagree. But once it be, involves something that I defend people when they got, you know, unrightfully hit with stuff. And I don't know his situation. He got charged or, or, or the media is claiming he got charged with this and that. That's for him to figure out. I'm not even trying to air his but but it's like well, that's it. You already said it. I don't want to be involved with you that. You already stuff. aired it, man. Personally, just like if that was going on I and don't he know. didn't want and he didn't anything. want to go to the event, I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, I hate that guy." He's, Had I, like, I known you were not coming uh, before I got there, yeah. I would have sent a uh, Uber to get you. Yeah, but I told them weeks before. Oh, you did? Yeah, weeks. weeks oh, before. maybe I'm not, I'm not. I'm not canceling last second or anything. It's just like a. Okay. Nah. Let me just say before. I we like end. my peace too, to be honest. And this this whole thing just made it. No defeated. peace in the Middle East. Yeah, we're not there though, but we <laughs> might, might as well be. But <laughs> no, like I, the Middle East. I, I value my uh, I value my peace and, and and peace of mind over. I don't need fame or money or attention or. Of course, it's for men, but it's like at, at a certain point, you know, there's there's other opportunities that All we right. can help men. I just so let me yeah. do this. I don't know anything about this boy Robin or whatever he did, right? So I don't, and you I'm don't know either for sure, right? You just heard I, it. I've just I've seen certain things that he's done that I so, don't. I, I'm like that, that's and 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 if it crosses a legal thing, then it becomes a. I don't know. He's handling himself. It's probably he's probably fine. That. Sum up with that. Well, because it's but not an opinion. It's not an opinion matter, Jesse. It's not just like an oh, I don't agree with his ideology. I don't know what he even thinks. All I just right. don't okay. like the way certain people operate, All right, and I don't want to be associated with All them. Right, and I don't want to. I don't want to do events <laughs> to build a man, on, man with people I don't even know. Hold on, we, I'm gonna set it. See, can I get you guys to debate each other? Right? Yeah, but you don't I, even know if we're gonna debate on. What are we gonna debate on? We don't even. Oh, manhood. That's fine. <laughs> That wasn't even the problem, though. I know, but so I don't know if he did what you anything. I'm not I don't saying know he guy. did anything. But I'm let me just do saying this. me as a man didn't want to go to your event. You know. Oh, I'm reading this thing. There is a rumor against Jacob, and he supposedly had legal charges or lawsuits against him, or something. I'm being told, so I don't know. And he but could, here, he could handle that himself, whatever well, it was, you. like a, like a man. But me as a man, I don't want to go to the event. Just like I don't right. want to go to so a let me ask event you that she's let breaking me ask onto you this, property. Man, run out of time. Right. Um, what's uh, somebody online want to know? What's wrong with a men's conference in general, in your opinion? No, oh, nothing. Absolutely oh. not. No, you're doing amazing work as as a pastor, as a as a church and as yes, a, as Jesse, as a uh, as a leader, man, I love what you're doing. Okay, there's, there's nothing wrong with. How that. can people reach you? Watch uh, this stuff on t- on Twitter at Legendary Energy on YouTube Anomaly A N zero M A L Y. Can you do an impression of me? Yeah, but it's got it's got to be natural. I'm trying to think like <laughs> it, it's tough. I I have a good one, but yeah. Uh, uh, now I'm kind of frozen. Let's be a. Yeah, I mean, everyone can do the amazing, but it's like the the natural flow, Jesse. I kind of have a good. Well, next time I see, you, I want to hear it. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it again. Thank you for. We are uh, some of you know. That-